Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode nine of Don't Run Into Glass, a podcast hosted by the Citizen.in. I'm Gayati. And I'm Anika. And Anika, what are we chatting about today? Today, we're talking about how can he slap? <laughs> Will Smith slaps Chris Rock at the Oscars. It has been the biggest uh, incident in the history of everything. Uh, but today we're joined by Raghav Mandava here, a stand-up comedian and a comedy curator. He's he's done a lot in the past. Uh, he's based out of NCR. Raghav, what hello. do you think of Chris Rock's... Hello, Raghav. Hello. What do you hello. think of Chris Rock's joke? What do you think of the joke in itself? Man, like, okay, so it's a weak joke, to be fair. I mean, especially yeah. from Chris Rock. Like, it's like watching one of the best do like something very simple, very badly. Right. But the thing, yeah. the thing you have to understand is, right, as a com- from a comics point of view, the Oscars is basically a glorified corporate show. Yeah. Right. <laughs> It's a glorified corporate show. So we have, it's filled with these producers who are not a comedy audience. It's filled with these actors who are not a comedy audience. So he has to do this Mia BB style of comedy over there. He kind of just has to, right? So he's going for yeah. like the low hanging fruit. And from what I can see, I have a feeling, I don't know if this is true or not. I have a feeling that the G.I. Jane joke was just him riffing. He saw Jada Pinkett Smith over there and he just riffed. Like, I don't think he had prepared that joke. This is what I feel. I don't know. I mean, I couldn't tell from that. So, yeah, yeah, like, but it was a weak joke. And considering the fact that Chris Rock has done a documentary about black people hair, you would think he would know better. Like, the... What is this? What is this documentary? Can you tell us just in a So the documentary is the documentary is called Good Hair. And the reason he made it is because when his daughter was five, like kids in school made fun of her hair. So she came up to Chris Rock and said, Dad, why don't I have good hair? And the whole thing is about like black people hair and the struggles of black people hair. He even comes to India to the Tirupati temple to see how weaves are made. He even does this wow. really funny joke. He's like talking to the South Indian girl who had really long hair. And he's like, if you see a black woman coming towards you, run. Just run. <laughs> like your hair. Arika, <laughs> I'm shocked that you've never heard of this documentary. I think you need to go watch it right after. Man, this, this whole Tirupati thing and the hair weave industry at the Tirupati is a whole side note that is so interesting. Temple economy, hashtag temple economy. But uh, going back to Raga's point, that's really interesting that he did that. I feel like I want to ask, did, uh, was there any news about uh, Jada's uh, condition in the media before this? Like, I, I kind of take your point about it was like a joke that was on the spot. That's what we are really trying to say. Okay. Right? So the thing is like, A, they might... She's been vocal about her alopecia and things like that. Okay. So, okay. but the thing I really want to uh, really want to stress is when you choose to be a celebrity. I'm not saying when you're thrown into a limelight because of a meme. Like the Smiths have chosen to be celebrities. Once you choose to be a celebrity, you know your body, your acts, your actions are not fully under your control. Like I have a saying with stand up: once these words are out of my mouth. They are no longer my words. They are other people's words to do and alter and interpret as they please because I have put this on a public platform. And if you are, if you've chosen to be a celebrity, 
you have also signed that social contract that people are going to make fun of you you can't be like yeah i want the fans but not the haters i want the yeah. love but not the jokes you can't i'm sorry you can't do that when you yeah taken on the social contract of choosing to be a celebrity that's very important Gedi, here to me true yeah. gedi what's your take on this No, so I don't know. Firstly, the joke. I thought. I mean, I agree. I don't really think it was a particularly funny joke. But for me, it was more like while I was watching it, I didn't know whether like Will Smith's reaction was also part of the act. Like first, I was just like, okay, he's like completely. This is all scripted. Then when he sits back down and he's still raging, uh, at that point, I was like, okay, he has definitely taken this very seriously. And for me, actually, it wasn't even about the joke anymore. It was just about. a uh, will smith reaction it was just um the fact that it was completely out of place it was on a public yeah. platform it was entirely overblown and um i don't know the fact that so many people were okay with what will smith went and did and they were like wow he's defending his wife and uh, he's protecting his wife etc for me that was just like it made me realize how pervasive toxic masculinity is for me i think that was the main realization like we're so deeply ingrained in this idea of toxic masculinity where a man has to defend a woman using violence or you know yeah. like have any kind of heavy handedness and that the yeah. whole the whole world was kind of like excusing will smith you know from commentators yeah. to celebrities um the academy in fact raghav i want to ask you about um, uh, the fact that the academy didn't even uh, you know they issued a very meek weak muted statement about how they don't condone violence but there was no cutting to a break there was no throwing will smith you know out of the the, the theater was, there was none of that yeah it was nothing outright or short of shameful spineless and disgusting and it also like jim carrey just recently said this quote and i was watching him and like it just proves to you that hollywood as an industry is spineless as an entire industry it's spineless like so many of them knew about how we went seen that into anything they saw a crime being committed right in front of them and they gave this guy a standing ovation now if i was chris rock in the green room i'd be like fuck this world like i just got jhap yeah. in front of everybody and now these people are applauding the guy who japped me like yeah at the moments the moments that followed while he stayed and he won and he gave a long speech and he went to the after party and he rapped at that just the lineup of events is quite uh, it's, it's very very it's profoundly strange it's profoundly strange okay is in my opinion however right like okay so here's a joke right what did karina kapoor say when she was watching this uh, watching the oscars and she saw will smith do this what did karina kapoor say she said guts i mean this is what blows me guts right like this is something she says all the time guts oh my god you got some guts this is the thing that blows me away you're at the oscars right you're will smith you're right front row okay at the golden globes year after year we've seen ricky gervais like pull out a monologue that is so slashing that people had to take the and destructive mean. and that people had to take yeah absolutely mean spirited but that has happened in the past and somebody is on this stage and cracking a joke as a comedian right you can get offended and in my personal opinion uh you know will smith's uh, partner when she rolled her eyes that in itself was going to result in a thousand memes and you know chris rock would have understood that this was a bad lazy joke but the fact no that no slap jab him 
came back, sat down, screamed from his seat twice with a curse with a curse word at the Oscars. It's just bad behavior, man. It's like terrible. It's just bad it's behavior. Toxic, and it is patriarchy. I mean, she already rolled her eyes. Can't, I mean, she can take you know. So I was a bit offended. Why? Why do you have to get? And you laughed two seconds. Before. Yeah. Like, the, clearly, <laughs> there is something like there is something. I mean, gotta give Will Smith some benefit of the doubt, in the sense, obviously, he's not in a good place mentally. It's so obvious. Like this is Will Smith we're talking about. He's been the biggest smile in Hollywood that I can remember, and for him to do that, like it's also like watching the hero fall. One, yeah. two, yeah. like, and uh, can I just circle back to one thing? It's kind of funny, like Chris Rock was cracking lame jokes before the slap, and after the slap, he turned into a much better comedian. <laughs> oh my God! Can I please tell you today? I read in the BBC, right? Chris Rock has a tour going on, and right after the slap, his tickets on a ticketing pl- uh, platform skyrocketed. Yeah, of course. Like it's, everyone's bought his ticket. Right? It's proper publicity. <laughs> I I have a feeling that he he like people are going like I want to see Chris Rock address this in the show. But mind you, how good is Chris Rock? You've been slapped on the face, man. That's shocking. As and then after that, you have the presence of mind to. Address it like a joke. Get a laugh out of the audience, and then you can see it. Like um, you can see it on his face after the slap. Like he's got this smile of mischief. Like a few seconds out of the slap, especially when uh, Will says, "Keep your wife's, uh, keep my wife's name out of your mouth." You can see that Chris Rock has thought of a banger of a joke. You can see it, like like I know, like I'm a comic. I know that face. I know that I've got, I've got you. I've got a joke that will ruin you, but I won't do it because I'm at the Oscars. Like Chris Rock had the presence of mind to not do that joke after being slapped, and Will didn't have the pre- like. And think about Will Smith. He had so much time to rethink his decision. He got off that chair. He took ten steps to Chris Rock. He had time to rethink his decision. Correct. And what makes it makes it kind of funnier, like because I'm a comic, I love chaos. All comedians love chaos in some way or the other. Uh, Chris Rock makes the slap so easy because he's leaning forward because he thinks Will is going to say something to him. <laughs> so he's he's presented his face in that slap. Oh, Bell, mujhe maro. Yeah, because like, but he wouldn't—he wasn't expecting it. I—he I, obviously wasn't expecting it. His face was fully leaned forward when he took that slap. It's quite that part I found genuinely funny. Like Will Smith will never get an easier slap in his life. So wait, guys, we think this was a poor joke. We think that this was like sort of even like a like a bad reaction. I think we are all on the same page. There's no disagreement yeah. amongst the three of us that the joke was weak and like Will Smith should not have reacted the way he reacted. But Raghav, I know like we've spoken about this a little bit before, but when we speak about the right to offend, we always talk about the right to be offended, right? Like so, if the freedom of speech gives you that ability that you know you can and should be able to stand up at a public platform, say what you have to say, let it be insulting, offensive. whatever and if somebody in that audience uh thinks it's offensive they have that right as well 
So where do you think we should personally draw the line as far as the right to be offended is concerned? Do we draw the line at physical violence? At physical uh, violence is any phys- physical violence. Okay. Easy. That's so. That's so easy for me. Like you can you can make as much show as you want because that is also your right. And I get it. I have been. I have. I've offended people by speaking English on stage. Right. So. And I get it. You're not understanding me. That's like a disconnect. You come to this comedy show, and here's a comic you don't understand. And it's like fair. I get it. But uh, physical violence? No. First of all, I'm a massive, massive pacifist, right? I've been in one fight in my entire life, and that was in the ninth grade. So maybe my views are different. There are some people out there who are genuinely, you know, pro violence. <laughs> or pro what you call it i don't know revenge i like like for example there's this really funny joke there's this joke by chris rock and i think he it, it it's going to backfire on him chris rock used to do this bit long time back about oj simpson's murder oh oj simpson's murder like and the joke was and the joke was imagine you catch your wife cheating on you in your car in your house with your money i'm not saying i would have killed her but i understand yeah oh. <laughs> this is chris rock's joke you are right? <laughs> yeah so like you know i'm not saying i would have slapped him but i understand like, i mean I'm... i mean we also so readily say say this to you know like oh my god that guy is behaving so badly i yeah, give him a slap you know like it's an expression right it's an expression that please keep quiet keep him out yeah. right but here to have actually see the thing is like everything all logic goes to the gutter when it's at the oscar okay you're wearing your best suit you planned this outfit for like months your pr people are you know dying for the plus one ticket to the oscar table so that they can write your narrative and take a nice picture it's a full production for each celebrity so then this to happen at the oscar is just like mind boggling and what i'm interested to know from the both of you also is like what is the spillover that's going to happen some really big historic moment has happened right now jim carrey has also come out and given out a statement while promoting his movie and he said that he would have just slapped him with a suit of like 200 million dollars or something like that if it was him and that has never really happened before so like now what do you think is going to happen in terms of this narrative of violence of you know every what, what narrative is going to come out of it is what I, i'm asking get first, even getty i would be very interested to to know because she follows all of this stuff from a reporter's angle uh i don't i mean i i throw the question back to raghav very honestly anika because he, i had a similar question for him which was that you know we see um, or we've seen in india for instance a lot of like you know sedition laws or censorship and things like that used at comedians um mm-hmm. and i mean of course it's a very different scenario to let's say the oscars and the fact that somebody is threatening you with a suit but we do see like comedians facing a backlash whether it's the form of will smith getting up and smacking chris rock or whether it is somebody saying that i'll sue you with a defamation suit or somebody else uh, slapping a sedition the government slapping a sedition you in jail throwing you in jail on on literally on sedition charges so mm-hmm. um yeah so raghav let's hear from you first before i anika and i sort of like give our take what do you think is the backlash that comedians are facing let's say in the larger ambit globally in india and it's, personally it's it's a weird time to be a comic because uh, first of all the world is polarized 
right so you can't make jokes on any side because everybody's become us versus them they put themselves in these boxes they've tied their opinions to their identity everybody right and it's a weird time to be a comic it's a scary time i would like to say a little bit because uh the fact that nothing has happened to will yet after slapping a comic on stage is genuinely frightening it sends the wrong message you know what i mean it sends the wrong message i mean we tore kanye west apart for not letting taylor swift have her moment at the mtv music video awards and keep in mind kanye was right <laughs> keep in mind kanye was right about taylor not having the best video that year we all can agree on that it was her video beat all the single ladies i'm not too sure about all of those things i'm not going to agree anything related to pop culture where kanye Fair enough. i have to deeply investigate fair <laughs> enough but keep in mind like uh, kanye is like i mean it's also kanye right so like it's easier to like vilify him but his career was on a downspin for a long time and to this day you still bring out like the time uh, i for the thing that bugs me the most the thing that's kind of like triggering me a little bit is will's apology hmm. it's so obvious one like one hour after the slap you're posting a reel saying that we got dressed up and we chose chaos yeah. and so obviously you don't repent that slap you're he's probably proud of what he did on he the did. basis of that Yeah, he is probably Actually, proud of what he did. So were and, the people watching Raghav. So were all the commentators and like news anchors. They were like, "Wow, he's defending his his wife." Not But, all. A lot of people, like, so like for example, yeah. The thing is, you know, I think what's also happened is right. If you have a face to your social media, you will probably be and like it's also got misconstrued with women's issues, right? This is also got misconstrued with women's issue. I don't know if in the uh, largest scheme of things this is a woman issue. This is you can't make fun of someone issue. It's not like he could have made the joke. He could make he could have made a bald joke about anybody. He could have made a joke about anybody's medical medical condition over there, right? But it's because yeah. like also people are like see because people have chosen uh, and uh, let me wait. Let me just clear out the sentence in my head because people have sort of been like. and for the good that we need to protect women women have had had it bad but can for a i while. tell you raghav let me just can finish the sort let me just finish yeah, the sort yeah. like women have women have had it bad for a while we need to protect women so right now people are also going comedian aurat ka mazak udaya i'll choose a aurat you know what i mean because we because the larger conversation lately has been that you got to treat women better and things like that when you're given these two options in isolation people are going aurat ki izzat you know what i mean in isolation if they're just given these two things it's like not caring about comedy not caring about what a comedian is supposed to do not caring about oscar not caring about anything if you take all of that aside and you just leave like the people will be like this comes in the venn diagram of women's issues so i'm going to side with that mm-hmm. i think that's what's happening to the overall public 
our lives but what i think is like it's basically really interesting to watch celebrity culture play out like this right because will smith it by virtue of being will smith didn't get the flack that let's say somebody else would get uh, his right. partner jada pinkett smith being somebody who's dealing with a medical illness uh was a second veneer to like protecting will smith from uh, any sort of repercussion the third layer of it was the fact that like uh the joke was unscripted there's so many you know it's sort of like you're seeing six different layers like play out at the same time and yet at the same time you have like what actually is kind of like a microcosm of like the comedy circuit uh, everywhere in the world a sat- like comedy and satire and sort of the repercussions that comedians and satirists face uh playing out in front of you in a celebrity format as well right which is kind of like the question that i'd asked you raghav about whether you faced any personal backlash as a comedian and how have you dealt with it but anika just to sort of like get your thoughts on it because we sort of like you know been think like thinking out loud quite a bit over here um what are your thoughts i mean you're somebody who follows the indian comedy scene quite uh closely as well um hmm. give me an idea of like where do you draw the line in terms of like the reaction like where do where do we have the right to be offended i think uh, so i'll tell you in terms of the indian comedy scene and the global comedy scene my favorite comedy genre is offensive comedy right i like things that are very offensive very dark so i don't get so easily offended but i take raghav's point as to we live in a slightly polarized world where people are uh, you know in in different camps and they have different categories of considering what they shouldn't cancel so in that regard i feel like the comedy scene might be a little uh, suppressed especially here in india according to me a lot of comedians are not mainstream comedians anymore a lot of the biggest comedians of india are not mainstream comedians anymore they're more like streamers now just because they are creating their own platforms and everyone's thinking of a new business model uh, of how to you know kind of deliver their art uh, really out there uh, but the idea of getting offended i think you can get offended to words but i think you should always remember that they are just words right and uh, if you want to take some action i'm i'm slightly uh, man i i can get you know upset and angry and everything but when you're in a public forum even if it's your child's birthday party and doing something like this is bad behavior equally con- you know to be con- damned so that's where i kind of stand on this larger comedy issue but like you know there have been uh, there have been incidences around in the world where comedy has been a bit too politically edgy that it's actually incited uh, a lot of uh, security issues in countries we've seen that in france get i think you uh, the citizen has covered that i actually did want to raise that because you know i feel like yeah. it's an extreme extreme example but when you see things at the extreme they make like all these sort of gray areas far more clear but for instance the charlie hebdo attack yes. right? like yeah. the charlie hebdo attack was a terror attack at a magazine that published it was at satire it was basically um what the what people said 
said that were was very closely enshrined in the freedom of speech but if you looked at that satire it was very problematic you know because it was kind of racist at the at uh, you know there's very no racist. there's it's no very racist and, very uh, offensive and that's when i remember really understanding satire through the prism of that satire and comedy should punch up and not down you know like you shouldn't be making fun of uh, you know people that are at the bottom of the hierarchy as opposed to yeah. the people who are at the top of the hierarchy you know like the social economic hierarchy so that's how i understood it but that did not at any level condone or like excuse or at any um, sort of uh, you know a take away from the complete atrocity of the terror attack that happened on the charlie hebdo offices and in that scenario it was so easy to see this it was so easy to say that okay it was bad satire i didn't think it was good satire but not at all it was absolutely insane and needs to be condemned in each and every with the strongest words possible um now when you take that at uh, you know sort of at a far more sort of innocuous level you're not talking about deaths and you're not talking about terror attacks you're looking at a bad joke and somebody going and punching somebody for that bad joke but you see it the same way it was a bad joke with the reaction of violence or heavy handedness or censorship or uh, a terror attack or whatever it might be does not is not justified at all either for me it is black and white for me in fact like this entire debate was just ends at will smith acting completely out of line you know and you can uh, i'm yeah. completely sympathetic to people's mental health struggles but that does not uh, excuse bad behavior on a public platform like right? and i feel like will smith should have you know will smith should have learned from india's experience india india is always ahead on these things you know the number of politicians and people who have been you know slapped thrown ink on chappal shoes shoes throw shoes shoes i mean america is always forever behind on these things at least from india you know we at least had like women prime ministers yeah. women president they are struggling there ye chappal hai thappad ke mamle mein bhi they are back back <laughs> you know my favorite meme that came out on the internet was chris rock face timing arvind kejriwal and they sharing their experiences i was like too good you know as i was perfect man yes you share Uh, a friend of mine, <laughs> a friend of mine, Puneet Bhania, he's like the Indian comedy scene is far more evolved. Over here, comedians slap the audience. Actually, <laughs> 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 I think so. I think so. I I don't know whom. Um, I don't know who did this, but I think something like this has happened. I know, like I know a comedian who's rushed an audience member for sure. Like, but speaking to this thing, like I mean, I have. Pissed off people. Obviously, I have. I'm a comic who, like, every now and then, likes to push the line, right? And once I was rushed on stage, um, but thankfully there were people around. And also, I think that guy was just trying to threaten me. He really didn't have any intent to hurt. He was just trying to like scare me, which worked because I'm a massive pacifist slash, or as you know, you know. Ardani people will call it fatu, but um, <laughs> like massive, wow. right? Yeah, but it is what it is, right? Like I don't, I, I'm like, hey man, a fight is coming. How can I get out of this situation? That's that's my whole jam, right? But there was this one time somebody threatened to arrest, like get me arrested, and thankfully there were lawyers in the audience, and like you haven't done anything yet. It became a whole thing to riff. But then he waited outside for me. after the show and i thankfully the comedy club had a back exit so i just bailed i'm not going to face the city who's angry at me who wants to get me arrested over a political joke and and the weirdest thing is me with a political joke i'm the 
the most apolitical person you know like i vote nota because i'm like screw all of you and uske upar bhi he got he got upset like he got upset over a nota jo you know <laughs> like yeah it's so weird um but people are allowed to express their offense like for example if will smith cuts out the slap like imagine imagine that whole timeline is like a video edit you cut out the slap and you keep will smith to keep my wife's name out of your mouth chris rock is going to get cancelled or will face cancel style things had he just expressed it like that you know had he not, he ruined whatever like this thing he had by hitting him but i think Because, i think rather i don't think she should have expressed that jada rolled her eyes and they could have seen it later and dealt with it later yeah she walked away if she walked away herself when you're at a like you said a glorified corporate event is just uh, you know is just bad behavior ंग्रामीक The slap was okay. Everybody else was like, "Fuck Will Smith." Like a lot of people. But then I'm a comic, and my timeline will be geared towards comedians. But still, like, but part of this, uh, this you know, sort of like F Will Smith attitude came later. When it actually happened, a lot of the people were like, "Oh wow!" Okay, which is why even the Academy didn't respond. Which is why a lot of people standing ovation when he won the Oscar. The, uh, yeah, can, in the moment, the, everyone kind of like supported what he did, and it's only it, after a night sleeping on it for the uh, for a night or whatever did people realize that it was ridiculous behavior. So, <laughs> yeah. If, I I was like hoping that Chris Rock sues Will Smith and gives all the money to like an alopecia charity. That would have been hilarious. But I genuinely now think Chris Rock should sue the Academy. They are supposed to protect him. They've hired him. They are he is in their workspace. Exactly. It's it's a office harassment issue. Yeah. It's an office violence issue. I agree. And Chris also- Rock should. Uh, the academy is having a hard time getting hosts. I mean, who do you, who was the last host for the last like for the last academy awards? Does anyone even? And also, host? also yeah. like Will Smith just ruined everybody's night. Yeah. One that day, you tell Except me. Except the Oscars, because the Oscars their viewing uh, increased by yeah. some over fifty. Yeah, <laughs> for a little bit, for a little bit, nobody's going to come back because come back to be like, "Ah, shayad kisi aur ko thappad milega." Like that's not going to that audience is not going to come back and. Like right now, if you're listening to this podcast right now, name five winners from last night. Exactly. No, exactly. Exactly. Name five winners from last night. Exactly. Because he just he ruined everybody's evening. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. like everybody who was nominated, sweat their balls off or whatever while they're waiting for their nomination. One lost. Everybody. Like okay, fine. He did make it easier for everybody who lost at the Oscars because they're like, ah, no one will remember this. No one will remember. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah. everybody who won will be pissed at Will Smith because it's all about Will Smith. 
It's true. I read a couple of articles later about how there were, you know, some sort of first time nominees, some documentary filmmakers, some people who won, you know, very big for them. It's a highlight in their career and everything was sort of like overshadowed by this this incident. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, this is also the power of celebrity, right? Like no, nobody else in that audience other than somebody of the caliber or stature of Will Smith would have had even the gumption to maybe get up and do what he yeah. did without thinking of the consequences. You know, most people would have to think of the consequences. Um, and um, yeah, this is, this is in 1980. You know what I mean? Like earlier, celebrities used to get away with a lot of things because, hello, we didn't have recording all the time. We, yeah. They could do all sorts of shit behind doors and so forth. But I think Hollywood specifically, and even Bollywood, all your institutions of celebrity, your institutions is, of celebrity, yeah, need to have a hard look at themselves. Absolutely. But here, I want to, I want to catch this one point and just like kind of uh, uh, highlight this. You know, uh, the fact that before they did not uh, behave this badly because it wasn't recorded to that level. Our lives today are always on rec record right mm. uh, so i think we also as people have become so very comfortable in front of the camera to be human and not have the poise that you have when you are fair enough that that, that no. behavior like this is allowed like i feel like back in the day like even the worst like even harvey weinstein would not be in front of the camera doing crazy stuff right it's all behind the camera but here now our, our lives are so open that somehow human behavior has changed a little bit i feel like that could that could have something to do with it as well how, how the comfort how the guts you know uh, so, I, 100% yeah, like yeah because i'm guessing like the line for these celebrities is now completely blurred between when are you on and when are you off like earlier yeah you, everybody couldn't afford a camera right so you like literally just 20 years ago when Will Smith was still the shit and mm. like it's not like he had a camera coming to his face all the time he could go away to places and so on and so forth he could go be so he could like turn that on and off like I have that like you have to turn on the stage you and you have to turn off the stage you that happens mm. but I can't you can't excuse Hollywood for this sort of behavior you just can't yeah you can't it, and I, I i i completely agree with that as and well. i can't wait like and it's happening their their hold on their hold on the audience is weakening thank you youtube for that because youtube has made it so much like it, youtube has made it like the people's choice who they want who they don't want like yeah you fine you will get the odd youtuber who is like a complete tool but yeah. the mm -hmm. people chose that tool you know what I mean? Hollywood till this date, Hollywood and Bollywood till this date have been like, here's what we want you to have. Right. Like the hands, the, but that power is slipping. It yeah. is going, for example, like, like now if you're a comedian or an artist of any kind, right. And you have a little bit of email corporate know-how, which everybody does to some degree, you don't even need an agent. Anymore, you don't even yeah. need a management agency anymore. You can just well, hire a friend and be like, look at my emails." Yeah, sorry to cut you off, Raghav. There is definitely a shift in celebrity culture, and I think that's going to have to be um, a material for a second for a subsequent episode because we're kind of no. like this time. But mm -hmm. I wanted to uh, sort of just end this with a little. Uh, acknowledgement that uh, our relationship with you actually goes back a long way <laughs> and Anika <laughs> wanted me to bring this up as well because there was an article 
that are kind of like on viral amongst like you know the delhi circle because it was kind of uh, it was i don't know it was it wasn't really a journalistic piece i have to admit it was, it was a mystical it was like a mystical it was a mystical satire piece right yeah and rahul actually put up a hilarious well what i and i didn't know you at all at that point rahul right like i just came across your video on youtube um kind of like ripping that article to shreds and along with it the citizen as well right like you know, quite a few nasty jokes directed to citizen but i remember watching it in like the middle of the night and just laughing like i was just laughing out loud because so much of it like you know um hit 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 home for lack of a better word yeah. and i messaged you i think on facebook or something i found your contact and i said can we share this on the citizens or you know on the citizens home i was i was like what are you saying of course you were surprised so that's the question i was totally surprised yeah. i was totally surprised i just i just shared on your entire paper and you were like hey we like the content i'm like but this has happened to me before like this it's so <laughs> it's happened to me again afterwards i i remember making fun of a food festival and the next thing i know i'm hosting zoma land i'm like people are weird bro <laughs> i think the important point to take away is that it's all right to laugh and it's okay to laugh to, at yourselves and yes sometimes maybe the jokes are more on the inappropriate and insulting side and if that is the case then you do have the right to take offense you have complete right yeah. that it was a bad joke but there is a way to handle it i think that yeah, is kind of like where end that's the thing like i reacted but i reacted in a play like in a way that didn't i mean it could have hurt people i mean the jokes were really mean right but thanks but that's I don't okay know, I, i guess I, i guess the main thing is that uh, you have become the citizens favorite reaction person now rago <laughs> <laughs> was on a panel also we invited him for a panel discussion on and that oh, was nice. a good conversation on uh, comedy we called it please don't laugh and we kind of like analyzed comedy and satire and like the political repercussions of comedy and satire so um yeah i think we had rago join us for that yeah episode. like But, i don't know i mean it's funny that my reaction is why this relationship is here it's really <laughs> weird to me like it's like we started off with a with little fisty cups and then it's like it's a very to be honest the article was about delhi like and delhi people but that's a very delhi thing ki ladai ke baad dosti hui hai it's such a delhi thing it only happens in delhi at least this guy fought fair he fought well ye mas banda hai it's such a delhi attitude How can he slap? How can he slap? How can he slap? Even the producers, even the producers of the original "How Can She Slap" video were, you know, faced repercussions for their actions when they all beat him up afterwards. They, he was compensated nicely. And my final thoughts on this are like Chris Rock should sue the Academy. Chris he Rock, should sue. Then I you hope you're listening, Chris Rock. Raga, sue the Academy. Sue the Academy. Those old farts who don't know what a good movie is, please, like sue them. That would be the real victory, right. as far as Raga is. It really would be. Yeah. It really would be. They failed to protect an employee. They hired Chris Rock. Yeah. They well, failed to protect thanks, an employee. Well, thanks, Raga. 
Thanks, Raghav, Thanks, for joining Raghav. us. Thank you. Thank you it for having me. It was fantastic. Yeah. All right. <laughs>